All right, all right, all right. Welcome to another exciting episode of the IntelliKey Podcast. I am, as usual, your humble host, Paul Lato. And today we're talking about racism once again. Like, why the fuck are we always talking about racism? You'd think that, you know, with 1,600 plus listeners every week, um, uh, people would actually have cottoned on to what my thoughts are on racism. So I'll tell you right now that a lot of people called me this week and told me not to do this podcast when I advertised it on Facebook. Um, but then a lot of other people called me and said, yeah, fucking hey, dude, you got to do it. You got to give it to them. So as some of you know, you know, I reside in Melbourne and last Friday we had uh, an attack in the center of our city where a man uh, basically drove his car into a, a packed center that we have here called Burke Street Mall, um, detonated some kind of homemade incendiary device in his car, jumped out and stabbed three people, killing one of them, putting two in critical condition. The police responded and ended up shooting him and he died overnight in the hospital. And um, the first the first things that came out were he was black and he had ties to ISIS and why was he walking around our streets? And I find it really fucking strange right that that, that's the first place we go and i think it's kind of um very much an indictment on where our society is at the moment that we we're constantly looking for an us and them side of things like you know he's black it's obvious he was going to offend because white people don't offend right no one looks at anything in its in its perspective anymore right it's just so much easier as i've said in previous podcasts to just paint everyone by the same brush now the right wing are going to shoo me down like motherfucker you know loves islam blah 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 the left wing are going to raise me up as yeah man you're absolutely right dude i wanted to be very clear from the get-go i am neither right wing nor left wing i'm not on any of your fucking sides people right? This is basic common sense that I am talking here, okay? We're going to talk, if anything, I'm a humanist. I'm about humanity, not about leftism or rightism, right? Uh, As usual, the rules of engagement, uh, I don't do research, and I sure as shit haven't done it for this one, except to read up on what happened in Burke Street. Um, And I swear a lot, fuck shit, ask cunt boobs. So if you don't like swearing, guess what? You've come to the wrong podcast. Go away and listen to someone else. Um, Also, by popular demand, and because I wanted to, I am playing songs from Bob Marley's Legend album, which is an awesome album, man. All his greatest hits. I love it. Especially songs like Could You Be Loved and Redemption Song, some of my favorites. So I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I hope you guys are going to stick around. I'm going to play a couple of songs, and I'll be back soon.
Today we're talking about, you know, racially charged kind of society that we live in. And as I said, um, there was an incident in Burke Street in Melbourne last Friday. It's really weird because I was on the tram with a work colleague probably an hour before that happened, right going past there, right? And so what the news have told us about it, and keep in mind, dude, we don't know shit the 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 newspapers the media all these kind of people they have their own agenda so they're going to tell you what they think they know and what they know is that this one dude uh hassan khalif shia ali was shot by police as he lunged at officers following the deadly attack on burke street on friday afternoon bringing the busy shopping area to a standstill um he was from somalia and he later died in the hospital um Sorry, sorry, he uh, was originally from Somalia. Yeah, and he later died in the hospital. Two others were recovering in hospital, and one of them uh, actually died. Now, straight away, um, police confirmed that they are treating Burke Street as a terror incident, right? <clears throat> and in essence, what happened was uh, the dude basically uh, blew up his car and then got out of the car with a knife and started swinging the knife uh, started swinging the knife at, at people, right? Uh, uh, stabbed two, killed one, um, and uh, then started swinging on the police, and the police shot him, and he died in hospital later on, right? And they're treating it as a terrorism incident because the man uh, had come from Somalia in the 1990s and was known to authorities, right? And and they're looking at, obviously, at other people that may be involved, right? Um. Now, I kind of sit there and I say, my first question is, if this man was, as they supposedly say, had ties to ISIS, right, was known to police, right, why was he walking the streets, right? Now, where I, where I come out on this is really simple. Uh, a friend of mine recently said to me, if a white man does something like this, he's got mental health issues. If a black man does it, it's terrorism. We are so fucking lazy in our society that we will eat any crock of shit that anyone gives us, right? My Facebook blew up by the right wing people saying, you know what? If this was our immigration policy, if our immigration policy was better, uh, you know, this would not have happened. Shit, bro, you don't know that. And are you telling me that the only people that commit these crimes are black? That they're from Islam? That they're with ISIS? Number one, they say ISIS has claimed, uh, you know, uh, claimed credit for it. ISIS claims 
claims credit for everything. If fucking donuts, glazed donuts run out at the local 7-Eleven, ISIS takes claim for it, right? They're like, yeah, you know what? We fucking ate them all. What are you going to do about it? We're ISIS, right? Because the reality is that for them, it's propaganda. So even if they didn't do it, then they're going to claim for it anyway. Shit, the PLO did it in Palestine. Fucking the IRA did it in Northern Ireland. They'll take claim for anything, right? Number two, if our immigration policy, as far as I'm concerned, isn't the problem here. Our security policy is the problem here, right? We have got in our society more and more divisiveness, more and more mental health issues, more and more, you know, problems with people. You know, at a time where we're at our most technologically advanced, we are in some cases at our most barbaric, right? Now, this has been happening since the beginning of time. It's just a lot easier for word to get around about it, right? Also, everyone has got an agenda. You can take any kind of incident and you can twist it to your agenda. You know, Matthew Guy, who's currently running for state premier here, right, is, you know, wants to get tough on gangs. So this will give them an opportunity to get tough on gangs, right? Um, the left wing will basically use it to, you know, say that we are racist and we are just basically paying out on this dude because he's black, right? Uh, the right wing will basically come out and say, well, you know what? He's black. We need to change our policy. We need to get rid of him. Everyone has got an agenda and they will twist the facts. And the facts are simple. A person who was known to police, right? was allowed to walk around Melbourne and eventually carry out an atrocity. What his motives were, what his, uh, you know, culture was, what his affiliations were, what his beliefs were, a fucking irrelevant dude. If it was an Irish dude doing this, right, we should be just as outraged. So I guess what I'm trying to say is let's not focus on the shit that validates our arguments. Let's focus on the facts and let's focus on how to fix it. It's not about the fact that he's black. It's the fact that he's a guy that carried out an atrocity, right? Let's not focus on the fact that ISIS supposedly did it. Let's focus on the fact that we have known that there are people that are going into the city for years, right? For years, and have looked at the city as a great way to to attack a soft target, whether it's for terrorism or whether it's for gang violence or it's, whether it's what is for whatever, and we have not hardened that city centre enough. Let's talk about the fact that our law enforcement, both local and federal, are running out of resources and no one's doing a fucking thing about it. That our vetting process, right? Our vetting process right, is not right. It does not work as it stands, right? Let's not use this shit as an opportunity to pay out on Somali people or to pay out on ISIS or to pay out on all these people. And let's look at the root cause of the problem, right? Take the racial card out of the equation and let's look at it. We should be looking at fixing this so that no black man, white man, yellow man, red man can ever do this, right? That's where I come out. I'm going to play a couple more songs and we'll be back soon. (laughs) 
As I expected, motherfuckers are tripping already, right? I've got messages coming in from some of my right-wing listeners and from some of my left-wing listeners. And once again, what I'm seeing, guys, thank you very much. Thank you very much for continuing to listen. But what I'm seeing here is people, is you guys just driving your agenda. You have once again completely missed the point of what I'm trying to say, right? What I'm trying to say is put away passion, start using logic, right? Right wingers are saying, you know, we can't take the racial card off the table because it's black people carrying out these things. Okay, cool. Um, you know, uh, left wingers are saying, you know what, this is, this is, you know, you're supporting, um, uh, you're, by not giving the left wingers a chance to speak their advice, you're actually supporting the right wingers. Dude, I give it, it, I believe that anyone can believe in whatever they want to believe in. It doesn't mean I fucking have to. It doesn't mean I have to support it on this show. It doesn't mean that, you know, I have to go out there and give kudos to left-wingers or right-wingers. And I don't. I quote Bob Marley, and I'm going to try and put on my best Rastafarian voice here. We do not support capitalism nor Marxism. We are strictly Rasta, right? And that's what we are on this show. We are strictly Rasta, right? I support neither one side nor the other. All I'm doing is I'm calling for some common sense here, right? And the common sense is when I go to places like Cranbourne, when I go to places like Frankston, 
it's most of the violence that occurs down there is by Anglo-Saxon people, right? But you don't hear about a lot of that shit. <coughs> Why? Well, it's whites, right? But if I go to Dandenong and there's a gang of Somalis hanging around at the front of Dandenong Station, you can fucking believe that I'm going to hear about it, right? All I'm saying is we have, as a society, we often take an incident or a situation and we bend it to actually fit our beliefs. When in actual fact, what we should be doing is pulling back and saying, what is the problem here? The problem here, as I said, it isn't that this dude was black. It isn't that this dude was white or pink or rose red or burgundy. It's that this was able to happen, especially after the one, you know, last year or the year before where the dude drove into Flinders Street and killed a shitload of people with his car, right? And that motherfucker wasn't black, right? But, you know, there was no cause for terrorism. It wasn't labeled a terrorism attack, you know? Um, because he was white, right? It was a mental health issue. So the thing what I, the thing that I'm saying is this should be about the safety of our people, the safety of our people, not about, you know, do we get rid of all the blacks? Do we get rid of all the Islamists? You know, what do we do? Dude, I live in a, in a neighborhood where there are Islamic people, where there's a lot of black people. And you know what? I am able to coexist with them. And I grew up in Chelsea, which is like a fucking Irish neighborhood, right? And in some cases, an extremely racist Irish neighborhood. And I have been able to measure people on a per person basis. We tar people by the same brush based on the color of their skin. And it's wrong, dude. They're not all the same. Not all Muslim people are terrorists any more than all Irish people are alcoholics, right? Stop being fucking lazy. Look at people as individuals. I know Somalis. I work with Somalis and they're fucking awesome, dude. I am now not going to stop talking to them, accepting them as friends because this cockknocker decided to do this, right? So, guys, what I'm asking for here is that you suspend your fucked up racist beliefs for one minute and just look at each case on its own merit. Not all men are rapists, right? Just like not all black people and not all Muslims are terrorists. If you can give me that, we can work together. All right, I'm going to play a couple more songs and I'll be back soon.
we are back. And as usual, I'd like to do a shout out to some of our wonderful show sponsors. Tracks Restaurants at 533 Nepean Highway, Bomb Beach. And Zanko Restaurant at 627 Nepean Highway, Karen. Awesome food. Really cost effective. I know tracks like Mondays, Monday nights and Wednesday nights is Parma night. Tuesday nights is steak night. And they got live bands on somewhere between 2025 and you get a free beer. And they are huge steaks and Parmas. Uh, Zanko's like Tuesday nights and Thursday nights. They've got Parma night. <coughs> They're huge as well. So go out there, say hi to Jeff, Casey and the guys. <coughs> Excuse me. And grab yourself a decent meal. Ozpet Miners, your trusted pet care alternative at ozpetminers.com.au. Call Mr. Kevin Spencer today on 04 or go to ozpetminers.com.au. They do uh, dog walking, pet transport, waste removal, feeding and watering, medications. If you go away, they do bins in and out, security checks, everything that you need. So reach out to ozpetminers.com.au or call them on 04 Doopsis.com, my homeboy Ivan at Doopsis, D-O-O-B-S-I-S-S.com, web and application development. This guy does the entire software development lifecycle, design, development, and deployment. He'll create new websites and change existing websites, create plugins and APIs. He'll do front-end and back-end design. He'll do on-page and off-page search engine optimization, basically everything you need for your web and application development. So go to doopsis.com, D-O-O-B-S-I-S-S.com, and say say hi to Ivan. And Cruise PT, C-R-U-Z space PT, my little brother, Phil the Cruise, mad fighter, mad trainer. If you've ever wanted to um, learn how to fight without getting punched in the face and get super fit, uh, reach out to him on Facebook at Cruise PT and check out his Instagram because the dude is a monster. Some of his workouts on Instagram just make me weep. So reach out to him and he will sort you out. Tell him his big brother sent you. Who knows? He might even knock a few bucks off. Um, okay. So once again, I'm getting more and more messages. And one of the, I think one of the weird, not weirdest, but one of the craziest messages that I got is get all Negroes out Australia for Australians. And that's an interesting question, right? Sir, do you realize that, uh, this country was built by immigrants? No, you probably don't. What exactly does an Australian look like these days? Is it is it someone from a European background? Which most probably is what most people think. Well, you know, do you actually realize that we are closer to an Asian country geographically than we are to Europe? Most of Europe doesn't give a shit about what happens out here, except when the queen or one of the princes comes out to wave royally at us, right? In the, in the, in the 50s, there were, there were the Italians. In the 60s, and the 70s came the Greeks. In the 80s came the Vietnamese. In the 90s came the Indians, and they've continued to. Then came the Africans, right? This country has a history of being built by people from other countries. Now, it's very simple. With every chunk of gold, there also comes shit, right? Now, I'm telling you right now, sir, I grew up in an extremely European-driven environment. And you know what? There were cock knockers there doing bad things, just like there are now. It just so happens that Islam and Somalis, they happen to be 
the order of the day. Now, I'm not making apologies for bad behavior once again. And at the end of the day, if you come from another country and you're here on a refugee status, right, and you break the law, you should be punished. Simple as that. Now, you should be sent back unless there's obviously human rights violations going on and you're going to be murdered as well, right? Because at the end of the day, if we do that, we may as well start driving our cars into the middle of fucking Burke Street and detonating them. We're no better than them, right? The problem is that when you start looking at terrorism, people start to give up their basic rights and civil liberties in order to feel safe. And in some cases, that's part of what you have to do. And politicians love that shit, hence why people like George W. Bush Jr. got two fucking terms, was because, you know, he painted this picture of terrorism, terrorism, terrorism after 9-11, or fucking hell broke loose. So I'm not making apologies for anyone here, sir, right? I am saying if whether you're black, white, green, pink, yellow, whatever, you should be penalized accordingly for your behavior. All I'm saying is this. Don't jump to emotional conclusions. Base all your decisions on what is in front of you and what you know. Was this guy a bad guy? Fucking A, right? If he had survived, should he have been sent out of this country? Possibly, possibly not. Should have been sent to jail? Yeah, absolutely, at the very least right? But what I am saying is not everything is black and white. And people, stop using your emotional bones, start using your logical bones. How do we fix it without being divisive? You know, one of the things I often talk about is the quickest way to radicalize a kid. And I think the quickest way to radicalize a kid is this. You've got a kid, he was born here, he's a fucking Australian citizen, but he happens to have Muslim parents. All of a sudden, you start sending Muslim people back home, right? This kid is living in fucking Endeavour Hills or something. He sees his parents that have worked hard. He considers himself Australian. All of a sudden, him and his family are no longer viewed as Australian, right? They're being treated as outsiders, even though he was born here, plays football, does whatever, right? He starts seeing people come into his home and send his family off to another country. What the fuck do you think that kid's going to do, right? He is going to walk into the mosque and he's going to allow himself to be radicalized and he's going to fight. And that's what terrorists want. They want us to turn on each other, fuck everything up from the inside, right? You can't do that. It doesn't work. It's been shown not to work. And that shit that I just told you, bro, will apply to anyone. If you're fucking Irish, that applies. If you're Portuguese, that applies. If you're English, that applies. Right? If you're Indian, that applies. This is their country too. We've got to start looking at how we secure ourselves in an inclusive manner, not an exclusive manner. And I know not all of you are going to agree with me, and that's why I still find it amazing that you guys tune in every week. All right, I'm going to play a couple of songs, and after that, I'm going to come back and close off the show.
got to fulfill the book Won't you help to sing These songs of freedom Is all I ever had Redemption songs All I ever had Redemption songs songs of freedom songs of freedom all right we're back and we've reached the end of yet another show um why did I do this show now so soon after this Burke Street incident when people were telling me that it's still so raw and it's too soon. You know, I did it because I think this is the best time to do it, is when you try to inject some fucking logic into this situation, right? I know people are hurting, and my heart goes out to the people that got hurt and the people that died. It really fucking does, right? But I know from experience that when you're hurting, hurting others isn't isn't going to fucking make you better. Or if it does make you better, it only makes you better for a short period of time. And this is what everyone wants, man. Politicians want it. Right wing wants it. Left wing wants it. Fucking terrorists want They want divisiveness. Because divisiveness furthers their goals. Don't fucking buy into their bullshit, man. Don't buy into it. Because then you're just a pawn in their game. You think that you're this fucking warrior fighting for this righteous cause. But it's not even your cause. You're just a fucking drone, a pawn, right? Stop doing that. Start thinking logically. Call bad behavior bad behavior. Instead of saying on Facebook, hey, man, you know what? Fucking black people and ISIS people, these motherfuckers, you know, they need to be wiped out of this country. All black people should leave this country. Say this. Dude, my heart goes out to the people that did this dude, that, that, that got hurt. Why the fuck wasn't this dude being stopped? Why wasn't he under arrest if he was known to police? Why wasn't he under surveillance? How do we fix this, right? Right now, just as there are white people out there going, fucking kill them, there are black people going, fuck, this dude just fucked it up for us, right? Because we were just trying to live a normal life. Always remember what I tell you. When you meet someone, and I do this all the time, irrespective of where they come from, what language they speak, what religion they are, I always look at them as being more similar than dissimilar to me. They just want to make some money, dude, um, You know, keep their kids safe, give them an education, and, and try and have a future, have some food, have a roof over their head, right? If you think the other way, you'll be paranoid your whole life. You'll be angry your whole life. As a story to leave you guys, across the street from me used to live a Muslim family. Um, I got to know them quite well, even though, you know, I'm covered in tattoos and shit. They, they were very accepting of me, and we often spoke and talked about different cultures and so forth, went over a couple of times. They were awesome. One day I saw a for sale sign up there, right? And um, it was because... Uh, they'd been getting death threats that their kids were going to be killed, right? And um, and so they decided they needed to move on, right? Because they hadn't done anything wrong. I certainly never saw them do anything wrong. But when your kids are being fucking targeted and shit, 
you know, you, you got to do what's best for your family. And when he told me that, dude, I was fucking ashamed. I was fucking ashamed, right? That some cowardly cocksucker, right, that didn't have the balls to address them would actually be leaving little letters threatening their kids. That shit is cowardly as fuck, right? And I was ashamed to be part of this community at that point in time. And that's the problem, right? We paint everyone by the same brush because we're lazy fuckers and we look for, you know, the easiest way to do it, put everyone in the same bucket. You know, all Muslims are terrorists, all black people are thieves, all white people are fucking awesome. I hope this has given you guys some pause and I hope you guys start measuring people on a case-by-case basis and not putting them all into the same bucket. That's it, man. I've reached the end of the show. I'm going to be back next week. Um, I love your Kung Fu. I hope you love mine. Um, Be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. Remember who loves you. Uncle Paulie loves you. And we'll see you next week. Deuces.
Cause I'm a real-